1: Hello and welcome to the Claret and Blue podcast. My name is Dan Rowlinson and I'm here to intro today's episode. As Villa's performances continue to balance out and the form of Jack Grealish Rises, a debate has emerged. Jack is being compared to other English playmakers on a consistent basis and the argument over who is better continues to rage on. Jack will be facing one of these playmakers on Sunday in James Madison as Leicester City come down to Villa Park. So we've decided to ask our scouting experts, Josh Williams and David Hughes to record an episode of this podcast for us to run the magnifying glass over the Madison versus Grealish debate, and whether that's even an argument worth having in the first place. So here's Josh and David with more. I'm Josh Williams speaking, and I'm joined by David Hughes. You okay, mate? I'm very well, Josh. How are you? I'm all right, but uh, this is something different for us today. I've got a role in in Reach PLC, the the company that owns the Birmingham Mail. The technical term for the role is football scouting writer, and we basically conduct Monday night football type analysis day to day. Uh, We've both written about Aston Villa uh, a number of times, as well as various other clubs throughout the Premier League and the Championship, Um, and today we've been asked to talk a little bit about Jack Grealish and James Madison, obviously they meet on the weekend, so we're just going to have, I suppose, a bit of an analytical talk about them, but... You know, hopefully the
0: the listeners can understand the, the fairly strong Scouse accent. Please pull up with the the accent, accents. Hopefully, it doesn't put you put you off. Um, yeah. Because we are looking forward to having a quick chat about Madison and Grealish because they they're both very exciting talents, aren't they, Josh?
1: They are, yeah. And you know, we're we're going to get into it. We're going to explain, you know, the, the differences about the game and who's better at certain areas and things like that. But I think what we should start with maybe is just how similar they both are. Yeah. I, th- I think they've both got a a, a wide variety wide variety of similarities in how they play football. And you know their their profiles maybe from from an opposition perspective if you, if you're scouting the two players mm, yeah. they're both really really
0: similar. Yeah, they are. Um obviously English similar age group. Um both very much attack minded. I think that's fair to say. Both creative, both capable of scoring goals. Um yeah, just I mean they do have some very noticeable differences as well don't think that will come on to but yeah in terms of just an overview yeah two very exciting young attackers
1: yeah I mean both right footed both confident on the ball good inside spaces technically good um, and they both play similar roles as well this season yeah um, both Leicester and Villa both employ a four-one-four-one formation usually yeah. and I know Grealish has been playing slightly on the left lately but both players are inclined to operate as central midfielders and then drift forwards into yeah. almost number 10 areas when, yeah. when they've got possession. So they are really, really similar, hence the uh, the comparisons. Even, um,
0: just on that point, even Grealish playing, you know, a bit, bit higher up, a bit on the left, uh, you, you wouldn't still class him as a wide player, would you? It's more like an, an inside 10, almost.
1: Yeah, like a, like a wide playmaker, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Where he's inclined exactly. to. Not necessarily get down the wing and, and take on a couple of a couple of players and put a cross in, but maybe a bit more of an incisive passing kind of element to his game. Yeah, definitely. Um but in, in terms of differences then,
0: have you got any thoughts on, on, on those? Um yeah, I think if we if we start with Grealish first. Grealish for me, the best terminology I could use is he's he's always very imposing on the pitch you know i think he
1: you know he's playing
0: yeah exactly yeah he seems to dictate the tempo for for villa um you know he he carries the ball fantastically um in fact, he's one of the best ball carriers in the in the, in the division yeah we'll get uh, to that i think yeah, yeah storm um, was on that one i think um i think madison he's more i think he's very skillful but i see him more as maybe a, a dead ball specialist uh, I think Yeah, he's same i think he's got Really good vision, but um, I don't. I wouldn't class him in the same Elkers Grealish and teams in terms of you know driving forward with the ball.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I I agree mostly on those. Uh, I think Grealish is maybe a little bit more dynamic. Mm. I think he's a bit more considered as well on the ball. Um, maybe a bit more of a leader as well. In fact, you know yeah. I think when when times a little bit tricky, I think he's inclined to get on the ball. I haven't actually checked his um, his pass counts, but I'm assuming he averages more touches and more passes during matches and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think Madison is maybe a bit more of an attacker than a midfielder, whereas I think Grealish is, you know, as you said, more imposing even in the, even in the deeper areas of the pitch. Yeah.
0: Um, I suppose one thing if we do want to be um, a bit supportive of Madison is it's. Under Rogers, he's. I think the defensive side of his game is improving because of the way Leicester play. I think he's a little bit more inclined now to work harder. You know to cut out passing lanes and you know work with his teammates to try and force the opponents out wide rather than going through the middle and stuff. Um, so maybe it's something more that'll come to his game. But I can only really echo what you said. Grealish is, is better in that department, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean you mentioned you mentioned Rogers there. I think. My- Rodgers has actually compared Madison to Coutinho, actually, mm. in certain moments, um, just in terms of obviously that that right-footed threat slightly from the left. I think one one thing on Madison, I'd say he's better than Grealish outside the box, a bit more of a threat from yeah. outside the box in terms of shooting, at least. Yeah, um, similar to Coutinho in that regard, but I'm not I'm not sure you compare Grealish to Coutinho. I think Grealish is a bit more, bit of a better decision maker, bit stronger a um, bit more versatile.
0: Would you would you would you say that he's he's more versatile um in terms of where he can play position wise? You know, was that as in a strength for him, is that he can obviously he can play a little bit more advanced like he is now, but he could also drop into the centre midfield and still be the same sort of character. Whereas you could imagine Madison would get, I don't know, a little bit lost in the centre midfield.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Madison or sitting would, deep, I think Madison would have to be um Partnered with a real industrious player mm. such as Indeedy. Mm. Um, I know Grealish has had partners of that of that nature a few times, but I think he's less reliant on those players. Um, he's, he's more busi- physically built than you'd think, Jack Grealish and I think that's why he's able to hold his own in centre midfield. Yeah, I think he's. Just, oh, I think he's a, a, maybe a little bit of an odd tactical fit in some in some cases, just because. I don't know. He's not your atypical sense midfielder, is he? No, in yeah. Especially in England and the Premier League and what you'd commonly associate. Yeah. Because he's not particularly, um, he's not a box to box, energetic, you know, one on up and down the field type. As, he, as I said, he's a bit more considered about his game. He's never rushed, never panicked. Um, I think
0: you'd struggle, wouldn't you, to just drop him into any side in the division. I feel like you do have to make adaptations to the team to fit him in it. Um, which Dean Smith tends to do quite quite well.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, have you got any general thoughts? Obviously, the two sides meet this weekend. Mm. Have You got any general thoughts on, you know, basically which player as I suppose it's tricky to defend against? Um,
0: um. I, well, I really like that. In, in Madison's game, he seems to attack spaces quite well and seems to just find pockets within a defensive setup. And that's something Villa are going to have to be aware of, I think. He um, he finds these spaces and he tends to receive, receive possession. And, you know, he can be dangerous in these pockets. So um, I don't know how Villa are going to counter that, to be honest. It's whether they're going to look to re- remain a lot more compact and, you know, try and limit those spaces where he can't pick up the ball. Um, I think one thing on Madison though. I think if you were to say to Madison.
1: Sorry, if you, if you was to if you was able to impose yourself, during a match so that Madison had virtually no set pieces to use, mm. and he had no
0: shots from outside the box opened up to him. Mm. Do you think you virtually nullify his threat? Yeah, because I don't think if we talk, we talked about Grealish being a good ball carrier. I don't think Madison's the same. I think he he's very good in you know tight pockets, and he's got quick feet, and he can kind of. Um, you know, escape challenges, move two or three yards one way or the other. But I I you don't, you very rarely see him driving our defense or carrying the ball long distances. So, yeah, I would, I'd agree with that. I think if you don't give him any dangerous set pieces to have attempts on attempts on goal, then yeah, it's a, it's a way you can probably nullify him. Yeah, I mean, you
1: know, you, you know, you'll see plenty of um, statistics and and things like that in the mainstream and numbers regarding regarding these players, but a lot of Madison's creative numbers take a boost because he takes corners, takes free kicks, scores plenty of free kicks and things like that. Whereas I think Grealish is maybe at at the minute a better, more more dangerous player in open play. Mm. Um, Obviously he's playing on the left at the moment. He has been the past couple of weeks. So from Leicester's perspective... I think the likes of Pereira, who we will be up against, should be inclined to show him down the line. Basically, yeah, you don't really want Grealish to cut inside.
0: No, you don't want a repeat of, from a Leicester point of view, you don't want a repeat of uh, Old Trafford, really, do you? Where Grealish scores that fantastic goal. I'm no, right, exactly. He obviously, cuts in. Um, but you know, he, he he will be, he definitely will be tested this weekend because that Leicester defence is really good, isn't it? Yeah. You know they've got obviously in Didi just sitting in front of the defence who seems. He's probably, outside, say, the top two or three teams in the league, he's probably the best player in that position, I'd say. Yeah, I mean... Um, I, know, I suppose w- Leicester are in that company at the moment, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. Um, I suppose we could, we could speculate a little bit on... I mean, D- Dave's a blue, for those that don't know. I mean, most, that's, that's, most.
0: It, that's Everton blue. Everton blue, yeah, yeah sorry. A, a- appease the Villa fans, yeah.
1: I'm a Liverpool fan myself. So, you know, just it's pure speculation... Which 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 player would you prefer your club to sign?
0: It, it would be Grealish for me. Would be yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan. And I do like Madison. I, I like Madison a lot, but I just think Grealish has um, a lot of the credentials that I'd like to see in my side. You know, he's a he's great on the ball. He's got good vision, um, good feet. He wins plenty of fouls that will come on too. But he's also got the um, psychological aspects as well. You know, he's. I'm right to say he's only 24. And he's the club captain. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I
1: think he has been for for a season or two. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not particularly sure on that.
0: Exactly, and you know, I didn't watch a lot of the championship last season, but we did write about it. And he, the the data that we had and what the stuff that I was looking at. He seemed a real key player for them last season. You know, in a very tough division. So, yeah, uh, Grealish probably just edges it for me. I don't know if, if you agree or if you're more Madison.
1: I think. In general, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jack Grealish, and I think I think Jack Grealish is showing up at Aston Villa more so than maybe Madison would mm. in, in, in that team. I think if you was to switch the two around, it, it'd be a bit be a bit interesting to see how that worked. Mm. But f- from a Liverpool perspective, I must admit, I think possibly Madison would be a bit more suited at the minute, and that's purely because Grealish. I'm aware that Grealish prefers to play in centre midfield, and Liverpool's centre midfield is obviously really, really industrious. Mm. Um, and you've got to have plenty of legs, really, really mobile, fast across the ground, um, aggressive. And I think Grealish is a bit more technical than that, a bit more creative. Whereas Madison, I think I see Madison a little bit similar to Adam Lallana. Yeah. And this is Lalani's really last. Yeah. The, this is his last year at Liverpool, his, his contract's up in the summer. Um, and we obviously don't... We have Trent Alexander-Arnold, but we don't particularly have a a set-piece expert. We lost that with Coutinho's mm. sale. So, Madison had offered that to us. So, possibly Madison, to be honest, but...
0: I've got a question for you, then. Go on. In your opinion, bear in mind the age of them both. Who's got the higher overall ceiling in terms of where they could go? You know... I, I suppose Leicester they there or there thereabouts in terms of a top four side, but let's just for argument's sake say that we are thinking about top two or three sides in the division over time. Which what which player could potentially play at that level or could both? Yeah, that is a, that is a really tough one. I think both players
1: are top six level certainly, mm. um, but I think I think Madison's. I'm not sure what Madison's top level would be, but I can see Grealish's top level being, you know, fully dictating proceedings, fully dictating the match,
0: which he's currently doing at the minute in certain matches. And by the way, we just want to reiterate before we carry on, there's no way we're trying to push Grealish out the door. We love him at Villa. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a good way, isn't it, of how you engage in how you rate someone's talent. Yeah. You know, like, how how high can they play?
1: Yeah, but I, th- I think Madison, rather than dictating what's going on around him, I think he he's a bit more of a... I'm not particularly keen on this term, but maybe a bit more of a moment player, mm. a bit like a Coutinho or a Sigurdsson, yeah. whereby he's not massively engaged in open play, but out of nowhere he can win a match for you
0: outside the box or, yeah. or or that sort of thing. That goes a little bit back to what I was saying at the top of the the segment, where you know you you just feel like you always know Grealish is there. Um, you always see him in the pitch where sometimes Madison he it can it can be 15-20 minutes in the match and he hasn't really done anything but then and I, sort of, I remember the example of Anfield where he, he didn't have the best of games but he popped up with a goal um, with about 20 minutes to go from nothing really so yeah it's interesting
1: yeah I mean what we, we're we obviously very much about um, the usage of underlying numbers and performance indicators we prefer to use those those terms as opposed to using statistics because stats tend to have a bit of a negative connotation. But one of the the interesting stats, I suppose, that shows
0: up regarding Grealish is how often he's filed. Yeah, he's the uh, the most filed player in the Premier League, which was quite a surprise. It wasn't to me <laughs> last, no, se- last I, I, season. I'm suppose I'm speaking on behalf of say Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Man on the street. Yeah, the man on the street. Yeah. Uh, but last
1: season it was the same. He was um, by far and away the, the last. The, the most fouled player in the Championship last season. And I think I'm right in saying that second was John McGinn.
0: Yeah, I assume he's up there. I mean, I know the top three this season. Um, Wilford Zahar, number two.
1: Yeah, who, who most people would probably expect to be number one. Yeah. I'm well, assuming.
0: Well, yeah, because it, it, it does say something in itself, but do you know who's number three? I've got two guesses. Go on. Adama Sayori. No. Raheem Sterling. No, James
1: Madison. Is it James Madison? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have uh, no. And them. then, just
0: for the Villa fans listening, uh, John McGinn's number four. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, what tell uh, though, if you look at the profile of those players though, and there's like the likes of Daniel James in there as well, tend to be you know, skillful players who opposing sides can't deal with, can they? So we end up getting frustrated bringing them down or yeah. winning fouls, and winning fouls isn't art, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely, especially if you've got a player in the team
1: who's who's a set piece expert. I mean, it's a shame that Madison can't play alongside Grealish because yeah. the amount of uh, opportunities Grealish would give Madison.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it'd be uh, although could be maybe one day for if they could, for, England, for England. Yeah, that's, yeah. I suppose yeah.
1: so. Yeah, um, but I think I think my take on on um, Grealish being fouled all the time. You know, we've mentioned a couple of times that he's inclined to carry the ball. Uh, we we do have stats on that. Um, He's he's really inclined to if there's no particular passing option on for him, he will just carry the ball up the field at his you know with the ball at his feet, um, and it doesn't particularly involve dribbling past a player or taking a player on. It's just a case of you know he's he's confidence over the ball. He has a level of authority over the ball. And he's just going to drive his team towards the final third, basically.
0: It's important as well if the, if if Villa are under pressure, you know, they're facing a tough opponent. It's it's important have someone who can just, you know, get you up the pitch, you know, just drive with the, relieve the pressure a little bit. Um, and equally, I've noticed a few times watching him this season, he acts as a magnet for defending players. You know, he'll suck them in, um, which will create a little bit little spaces around them to then lay off the ball to teammates in. Yeah, I mean I that was
1: certainly evidence during the week or maybe it was on the weekend actually against Manchester United. Yeah, someday, I think yeah. they 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 were just, you know, reluctant but I think they had they had to just follow them in, in plenty of moments. Mm-hmm. And away at the Etihad I watched that match and mm-hmm. Grealish again was was the main the main player for his team in terms of obviously City are, in, are inclined inclined to, to pen it in. Mm. And Grealish was the the out, not the out ball but he was able to just get his team out of pressure because yeah. he's he's unable to be panicked. Really, I obviously support Liverpool, and I was, I was more than happy when Grealish wasn't in the starting lineup when when we faced him at Villa Park. Yeah, because I was aware that that was one of his major traits. Um, but just just on his ability to carry the ball up the field, he's currently averaging in the Premier League this season, um, four point five progressive runs per ninety, so a progressive run. Is just roughly defined as a, a a carry with the ball at your feet without taking a player on that moves the ball considerably forward, mm. and that's what Grealish is bringing to his team really. So as four point five per ninety in comparison to Madison, for example, who's only posting one point four, and I think Grealish is four point five. I'm pretty sure it's it's top of the division. I yeah. think it, I think it's the most certainly for central midfielders.
0: Yeah, last I checked it was, yeah. I think maybe it, it was as of the last week or two ago. Wolves Triore is doing doing a lot. I think he's up there as well. But yeah, in terms of just central midfielders, I don't think anyone can, can bet better him. Yeah. Which is and
1: I think it was again the same last season. Mm. Um I'm guessing here, but I think it was shortly followed again by John McGinn. Yeah, weirdly similar Yeah, in are yeah, areas. There's another,
0: I mean, I wouldn't mind having a chat about John McGinn at some point because no. he's a, he's some talent and a very unique talent at that.
1: Yeah, but you know, you mentioned England just there. Mm. I think we'll we'll end this short chat, I suppose, on on maybe why Grealish isn't getting selected and why Madison maybe is and who, who's more
0: suited and that sort of thing. Have you got any general thoughts? Um, I think you know we 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 have mentioned that Grealish can be a little bit um unique tactically can yeah. sometimes the side needs to be built around them whereas Madison can be slotted into a side a little bit better. Um obviously Leicester quite a controlling team and so are England in most fixtures and I think that plays a plays a part maybe in Southgate's decisions. Yeah I
1: think I think from my perspective um I think Madison is benefiting from the style of play of his current team in comparison to Grealish. Mm. Obviously Madison, I think, before this season hadn't previously been selected for England's senior team. Mm. And I don't think it's that much of a coincidence that he has done since being coached by Brendan Rodgers, because Brendan Rogers' you know, game, if you like, is based on control and possession, control mm. and proceedings. You dominate the ball and whenever the ball's lost, you press as a unit to regain the ball. Mm. And I think Madison this season has obviously got that ingrained in his game. It's natural to him now mm. because of Rodgers behind the scenes. Mm. Whereas Villa, you know, obviously recently being promoted. They're less inclined to have such a dominant game. So I think Grealish is, at the moment at least, less inclined to, when the ball is lost, press relentlessly, press um, in a calculated way based on where where your teammates are, where the ball is, mm. where opposing players are. And I think that certainly comes into it from Southgate's perspective because he's trying to instil that modern game, whereby you're dominating other countries. Um, so it's it's helpful when you bring in players from top teams that are trying to instil this this governing brand of like football every week. Drilled
0: in them, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think I think the better Villa do, and the more dominant Villa become, I think that that opens up the prospect of um, of Grieves getting a call up. Yeah, but even so, it, sh- it shouldn't strictly take that. Even being totally honest, because of what he offers on the ball, sometimes England are up against, you know, stubborn defences that are unwilling to move.
0: I do think it's a little bit of an oversight at the moment, and I expect it. I've I put this right in the next twelve months. I expect them to be within the uh, England fold comfortably. Yeah, yeah. whether think, whether it'll be the Euros, I don't know. Well, but...
1: yeah, and he, he may be the type to, you know, to be to be so impressive on the training ground and same to seeing the skills and qualities up. up in front of you, that Southgate sees what he's been missing, and he and he calls him up every time following that. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll end it there. Um, thanks for tuning in. I've been Josh Williams. This is David Hughes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at distance code, and
0: Dave, it's uh, at d a Hughes underscore. I um, know English. Someone, someone's took my at, so I have to have underscore. But yeah, d a Hughes underscore.
1: Yeah, so thanks for tuning in and um, we will maybe see you again. Thanks to both Josh and David for producing this podcast for us. It's always nice to hear an outside perspective on Super Jack too. We hope you're enjoying and keeping up with all the Villa content that we're posting here. We're really enjoying making it. Thank you for listening.